Before starting a side hustle, there's always a little voice that says, but what if it's not right for me? Today, we're talking about a few things you can do to dip your toe in your side hustle pool before you take the plunge. Stick around. Welcome to Side Hustle Teachers, where we believe that being a teacher doesn't mean you have to be broke or burnt out. Our mission is to help teachers like you build successful businesses so you can find financial freedom, pursue your passions, and discover the many options that exist for you beyond the classroom walls. Hey there, welcome back to Side Hustle Teachers. It is Stacy, your host, and I am so excited for you to join us today. We are talking about how to get experience in your side hustle before you actually launch your side hustle. Now, a few weeks ago, I did an episode about how there's no such thing as a perfect side hustle. And if you haven't listened to that one, go back. The link is in the show notes, or you can go back to episode 25. But it's a good one because this is a mental place where a lot of people get stuck. And while I still totally agree with that, I think it's completely true. I also know that it's natural to want to take your side hustle for a test drive. After all, you're making a big commitment of time and energy and possibly money. So you want to do what you can to assure yourself that you know what you're getting into. So How can you get some experience and get some inspiration and make sure that you're taking the next right step? Well, that is what today's episode is all about, and I'm super excited to talk about it. Now, before we dive in, I want to mention that today's episode is sponsored by Edupreneur Academy, the premier membership for teachers who are looking to build a side hustle so they can make more money, follow your passions, and explore career options. So if you're interested in getting started for just a buck, you can go to members.sidehustleteachers.com to sign up today. Now let's dive into those things that I was talking about as ways that you can get some experience and sort of figure out if you're on the right track when it comes to your side hustle. Thing number one you can do is that you can volunteer. You can find an organization that works with the population you want to help or does the kind of work that you want to do and spend some time learning the ins and outs. Places like libraries and women's organizations and animal shelters and groups that serve the elderly are always looking for volunteers, and I would bet that many other places would be happy to have the help too. Now, it's important that for any of these things that we talk about today, you go in with an open mind and an inquisitive spirit. And by that, I mean, don't just go in and do the thing that you volunteered for. Go in and look at it as an opportunity to scope out how this organization works, all the ins and outs and all the things that you might have to deal with in your side hustle. So for example, if you are volunteering at an animal shelter, what are some things that you need to know if you want to open your own animal-based service, whether it be dog walking or open a kennel or dog sitting or something like that? What would you have to do? And take a look around, talk to people, ask questions, and do more than expected so that you can sort of get an idea about what this would look like in terms of your business. 
Now, the next thing you can do is actually get a part-time job. If you want to start a lawn care business, go work for one. If you want to start a cafe, then get a job at Starbucks. You don't want to find out that you hate getting up early after you've opened your own breakfast joint, (laughs) right? Or that you hate talking on the phone after you've started a teleconsulting business. So the option of getting a job allows you to earn money and still get an idea about what this job is like and what you like about it and what you don't like about it, as well as what can you do better? What can you offer that is better than what this person is offering? Option number three is to offer your business as a freelancer. So rather than starting a full-blown business, offer your services to individuals as a freelancer. Reach out to people you know or in online communities and offer your services for a reduced fee and get a feel for what you want to do. Now, this is a really great option for consultants and coaches, as well as assistants, because it gives you a chance to practice your skills, to narrow down your niche, and to get some testimonials for when you launch. Through being a freelancer, you can figure out where not only do your skills lie, but what tasks do you enjoy doing most? And then you can build a business around that as opposed to figuring it out along the way. This way you're earning income, you're getting testimonials and feedback from people, and you're figuring out where your strengths and interests lie so that when you do launch, you have the strongest business possible. Option number four is just to talk to people. And oftentimes we forget about this option because we don't want to be a bother. But if you know someone in the field or in peripheral fields that you're interested in that you can talk to, offer to buy them a cup of coffee and ask them about what they do. You want to make sure that your questions are specific and focused on how you intend to build your business. So what is their favorite and their least favorite part of the job? This way you can get some information about what are some of the things that people don't think about before they start a business. You know, the the things like accounting and bookkeeping. And, you know, maybe it turns out that they love that, but they're not so crazy about the graphic creation. But these are all little tasks that tend to take up time that people don't think about ahead of time. Have them describe a typical day in their life as a person who does a business like this. Now, if they're a full-time business owner, this might look a little bit different than what you would do as a side hustler, but it's still a good picture about what needs to be done. You can also ask them what would they do differently if they could start over. Knowing what they know now, what would they change from the beginning? All of these are great questions to give you an idea of what to expect when you go into this sort of field or the sort of surrounding fields. Most people are happy to help and share their experience, especially if you're appreciative. And of course, you're not going to poach their clients. Last but not least, there's the option of just starting a group. Now, the easiest way to do this is to start a Facebook group, but you can also start a local meetup too, especially if you want to serve your local market. You can just put some feelers out and invite people to join. You don't have to be selling anything, but a group can help you gauge interest and also get info on topics your audience might want to know about. Now, this is key because this way, when you're ready to launch, you have an audience of people who aren't necessarily related to you. (laughs) 
and are interested just because of the topic that brought them together. And also because when you start putting out content, then you really show up as the expert who, oh my gosh, knows exactly what they need because you've been paying attention. And I'll also point out that being the founder of a group sets you up in people's minds as an expert. Just the simple act of being the person who took the step to put the group together automatically elevates you to some sort of expert in people's minds. Now, here's the thing that I want you to remember. What you do to get experience doesn't really matter. You can do one or all of these things, but the idea is that you get some experience and see what the work you want to do actually entails. And there are a lot of benefits to this try before you buy option. First, it lets you get experience and make sure that you actually like what you're doing before you do it. This can be a real wake-up call when people go to start a business and they forget about all the little other things that go along with having a business. So being able to see it in action gives you a picture of what life will actually look like. It allows you to make contacts and connections in the field that you're working in. As teachers, we tend to know a lot of other teachers. We don't necessarily know a lot of other accountants or pet sitters or dental assistants, or whatever it is that you want to do, teachers hang out with teachers. This allows you to make contacts and connections in other fields to start branching out so that when you do decide to launch your business, that you have people who can support you and also might want to be potential customers. Getting experience before you launch your business can also help you sidestep some landmines and save yourself some time and money. If you work inside a company or if you volunteer for an organization and see some of the inefficiencies that they have, those are some things that you can fix before you even launch your business. You can also ask questions that might give you more information about why they do things the way they do. Maybe they've tried X, Y, and Z, and this is honestly the best way they've found that works because of certain factors that you were unaware of. So having this experience and the connections helps you save time and money by learning from people who have gone before you. And of course, it helps you gain confidence in your ability because you now have some experience under your belt. You're not going into it saying, hey, I've never done this before, but I really want to do A, B, and C. You're saying, I volunteered, I worked at, I talked with, I researched, I have a group, and you can go into your business with a little bit more confidence and clarity in what you are able to do and what you bring to the table. Now in the end, remember that it is all about taking action. If taking the step of volunteering or working for somebody else is going to get you to start your business sooner, then do it. If that's the thing that's holding you back is your uncertainty about what you're going to get yourself into, then take the action to find out what that looks like, to fill in some of the blanks in that picture. We gain clarity through action, not through thinking. So let me recap really briefly the five things that you can do to gain some experience before you launch your business. Number one, you can volunteer for an organization. Number two, you can get a job in a peripheral or a similar field. Number three, you can go freelance and 
work at a reduced rate to find out what your strengths are. Number four, talk to people in the fields in which you would like to work. And number five, start a group to start gaining an audience and start figuring out where people's interests lie. That's it for me, guys. Before I go, remember that the Edupreneur Academy is currently open and accepting new members. You can get started for just a dollar, and then it is only $19 a month after that. It's a great value. There are a lot of wonderful things about it. You can start on our success path to walk you through getting your business up and running, and then check out the tutorials and videos that we have to help you grow from there. Go to members.sidehustleteachers.com to find out more and to join today. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen today. I know that you're busy and your time is precious, so I truly appreciate you spending some of it with me. If you like what you're hearing, you can support Side Hustle Teachers in three ways. Leave us a review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. Reviews help Apple know we're here and we're helpful so more people can find us. You can share the show with friends and family. Did you know that podcast listenership is growing every single year? And a lot of that is because of recommendations from people just like you. And lastly, join our community. You can find Side Hustle Teachers on all the major social platforms, and we have a very active, engaged Facebook group. Join us. All the cool kids are doing it. In the meantime, I hope you have a wonderful week, and until next time, take care.